Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Discriminate to facilitate Felicio. Ejectinate. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that was just creepy. <laughs> I love these old spice bits. It's so funny, dude. Oh my god. That dude is so funny. <laughs> I whistle this for nothing. Just You know, some of these swimsuit models aren't that hot, dude. Let's be honest. No, some of them aren't, but <laughs> there are a couple that are. There's a blonde in there who's just adorable. Not, <laughs> she's adorable. She's, yeah, it's weird. It's like she's not like hot, like oh my god, but she's just like oh. You, you just want to wrap her in a blanket and give her a cup of tea. No, I want to. This blonde. I want to. I want to wrap her in a blanket with me. This blonde is hot. She's looking in a mirror, messing with her fucking lip makeup. What's her name? Does it even say? Nobody really cares. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Just adorable. <laughs> adorable. Brooklyn Decker, I think that's her name. Is it, did it really matter? No. Yeah. I know it's a scream when I want my fucking toast in the morning, motherfucker. <laughs> like a boss. Oh, man. They always have at least one freckly-faced redhead. Are we ready to go or what? I'm waiting on you, nigga. I was waiting on you, punk ass bitch. Punk ass bitch. Who was the one sitting there jerking off to the freaking? I'm done sus- already. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> what? Picture your girl came up. <laughs> oh, Jesus! All right, let's get it done. All right, we ready? Yes. All right. Welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks. This is Nomad. I'm Sapien. <laughs> oh man. So first off, I think I, I this is one of the cool things that I've been noticing since we're recording the podcast on Sunday now. 
for yeah. a Monday releases because we can stay on top of shit that happens over the weekend. Yeah, man. Yeah, so this came uh, this came online about like late last night, early this morning, which is late Saturday night, early Sunday, uh, from Destructoid.com. This is late breaking. <laughs> uh, apparently, this uh, this whole you know beef between Sony and the the PS3 modders is uh is, is getting pretty heated now. Yeah, it's starting to it's starting to like remind me of fucking Tupac and Biggie. I know. I like, What's that? <laughs> Because uh, <sighs> according to Destructoid, um, those uh, you know that this last week Sony started uh, banning modder console modded consoles. So apparently the the modders have come out with a new hack that claims to worm into the PSN and allow people to unban themselves. Uh, the hack is supposed to also be able to ban other consoles, although they need access to the console's ID, which can only be attained if you have if from a refurb warehouse second hand seller or some idiot who's randomly going oh yeah here's mine um, <laughs> uh, the, it's supposed to the mod scene is calling it a justifiable action because uh, you know of Sony bullying and using their uh, strong arm tactics but you know Sony sticking to the EU LA and claiming that it's protecting its interest mm-hmm. um, it's this is just it's gonna get a lot worse before you know it gets better uh so uh <laughs> expect more strong arming from sony and uh expect more uh more uh, modders to come out and say hey we are doing this because we feel we can i mean it's okay fine you know the whole unbanding thing you know unban themselves fine that's fine but why do you got to be able to ban other people yeah, I mean the the Microsoft's been doing that since day one. You <laughs> well, know, so it's, it's like Microsoft, everybody. I know, but like everyone's so shocked <laughs> that Sony is doing this. It's like, well, the other companies are doing the same thing too. I think Nintendo doesn't do it because nobody really bothers. With the <laughs> Wii, but I mean, come on, come on. You know. I know it's just like I mean, come, dude, dude seriously, come on. Dude, I mean, <laughs> really? Yeah, dude. really, dude. <laughs> dude, seriously. I mean, come on, dude. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Uh, but if you guys have been watching the news, you know, um, <laughs> uh, there's been a lot, a little bit of teen news this week, you know, Lindsay Lohan and, uh, Miley Cyrus, you know, I mean, I think it, for Lindsay Lohan, it's bad when Charlie Sheen is giving her advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, Charlie Sheen's like, just think about it. Just think about what you're doing before. And you- what's even worse is Charlie Sheen makes sense. I know. That's the funny part is like. Uh, since when did he become a permanent guest on the Dan Patrick show is what I want to know. Yeah, but, know. like, uh, you know, he's te- he's telling Dan Patrick, she sh- she needs to think about stuff. She needs to think about stuff before she does it. This coming from Homeboy, that does too much code. Oh, no, because straight out, <laughs> yeah, but he never acts like he's trying to keep a secret. He's like, what? Well, I was, I was fucking prostitutes. What's going on? Like, well, what's the problem? It's like he also said, too, he goes, yeah, I tried sobriety five years ago, but I got bored. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just... It's just, that's his way, you know? He owns it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. He owns it. But also, too, you got uh, Miley um, you got Miley Cyrus's dad, otherwise known as Billy Ray Cyrus, blasting Disney for blaming them for, you ruined my family and my daughter's life, and Disney ruined all... Yeah, yeah, asshole. Nice to start talking after the checks have been cashed. Yeah. It's like, dude, you were part of that show. You played. He was in it, like every episode. <laughs> played her dad. I mean, 
really, dude? You're gonna you're gonna be a douchebag. And how exactly did Disney do anything? I don't understand. Oh yeah, they made her a superstar. I mean, you know, oh, God forbid. I know you. You don't think that if you decided to step your foot down and go, look, she doesn't deserve this. This this is being handled wrong. We're gonna pull her. Yeah, you're contractually obligated, but if you prove enough, you can get out. And you don't think they have another one already ready to go? Yep. I mean, come on. Yeah, but yeah, now Disney they- Disney creates these people. Yeah. They find somebody on the street, and then there's um, a hardcore brainwashing program that goes. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, the, these Disney does not give a shit. I, I guarantee that even if Miley Cyrus is at her peak, and they said we don't want her, to, and they fought it, Disney, like, nah, whatever, <laughs> let's get somebody else. Exactly. You know, but you know, it's it's funny because now the show is over and done with. You know, she got. And she's doing stupid teenage shit. I mean, everybody's making a big deal about it. I mean, so she got videotaped smoking pot on a freaking on a video. That's oh, what teenagers she smoking do. like smoking salva or something. That's what she was saying. But you know, yeah, you don't know it's a weed. It's no it's weed. weed. Come on, don't. No, that was PCP, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was weed with Angel Dust Holmes. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I was sitting in Devo's chicken coop, <laughs> sweating like a slave. That shit was so funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> my mama had to come get me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But you know, it's it's funny. The show ends. They've got no more Disney money coming in. Now he can go ahead and talk smack. You yeah, know, well, the same thing to AT and T or AT and T did the same thing to Apple. Yeah, I know, right? Once Apple started giving their phone to Verizon, oh fucking Apple sucks! Like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know. You did weren't you saying your... that when the Apple yeah. was coming in. When you were blowing Apple, <laughs> you weren't saying that. Uh, I guess his mouth was full. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> God. All right. Well, I think that's the perfect segue into why is this news? <laughs> All right. I always say it's a perfect segue. <laughs> Everything we do is perfect. That's why. It's a perfect yeah. segue. Duh. What's going on? Yeah. Apple. Uh. AT&T blows in Verizon. That's a perfect segue into our children's section. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Uh, So this week, news was coming down that Apple and Verizon weren't seeing the kind of numbers they expected when they released the Apple iPhone on the Verizon network. Why is this news? While Apple lovers are claiming that Verizon sucks, there are many reasons why the sales aren't moving and people should reserve judgment. Many people are still in long contracts. So some people have to think about if changing characters for the same phone would be more trouble than it's worth. Since Verizon dove into the Android market, and most people may simply like the Android phone, why switch to another smartphone because it says Apple on it? Nice and shiny, too. Mm. Two major reasons. People may be waiting to see when the new iPhone will be released this year, or Apple may have waited too long to bring the phone to another provider. It may have lost its novelty to tech geeks and the passing user. For personal, from personal experience, I would have been one of those iPhone users in the beginning if they had released it like two years ago. But I have a Droid phone now, and I have no desire to move, you know, to move over to an iPhone. Yeah, especially when you have a superior phone. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, so the Nomads got that incredible. You understand? <laughs> right, the name says it all. Yeah. But, you know, the thing, too, is that, you know, I read this and everybody's like all kind of kind of shocked about it. And it's like, well, when you have every news outlet, Gizmodo, um, you know, you have uh, even some of the uh, like uh, LA Times was saying the same thing. We said it. 
wait for the new iPhone. Even the local news dude that was covering the Verizon launch was saying, you might want to wait, though. <laughs> you know, it's like... Yeah, since the, what was iPhone 5? Yeah, I think the iPhone... Coming out pretty fucking soon. Like, it's not... <sighs> But that's Apple anyway. You buy the iPhone five, you still you still should have waited till the six. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, they come out so fast. I know. Uh, one thing I I don't hear mentioned too, like real quick, no one mentions mentions that the iPhone screen is kind of small nowadays. I and mean, when you get a phone like the Incredible or the Epic stuff like that, I mean, that has so much screen space. The HTC phones too. Like no one's really mentioning. I mean, it's still a comfortable size. I'm not trying to say the iPhone screen is pussy or anything like that. It's still a comfortable size, but I mean, no one really mentions that there are phones out there with much bigger screens and yeah. OLED and all types of shit. You know? Yeah, and you know, and it's the truth. Another th- truth to it too is that you know, a lot of people say that the iPhone, where people try to use it for business, they say it's not really a business-friendly phone. And the problem is, is that yeah, we know it's not designed for business. That's what BlackBerry's for. You know, or even Android too. Android can be. Android is so customizable. You can cater it for business. You can cater for anything. You want. Hence, because it's open source. But you know, it it and scene. <laughs> Android is the shit. That's the lazy geeks. Android <laughs> phones are the lazy geek certified phone. If you want a phone that's going to be about your business, you get an Android phone. Because both both me, well, I'm ordering my Epic in a few weeks. Both me and um. Nomad can have a have fucking Nomad, Nomad and I. Whatever. <laughs> Don't fucking correct me on some bullshit. <laughs> Nomad and I will both be receiving our Android phones that are superior my, quality to the but it, But my father had one. <laughs> yeah, not dad. My <laughs> father. My father. <laughs> blah 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 rabble rabble rabble. What's your uh what's your uh wisest news? Okay. This is important. This is the most important news you can fucking hear all year. This needed to happen. I can't see any possible reason why this isn't 10 ways of awesome. Detroit is getting a statue of RoboCop. You heard me. Fucking RoboCop. Fundraising started right after Detroit Mayor Dave Bing rejected a suggestion on Twitter that RoboCop would improve the city's image. Of course it would. What? what it's what? Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> the tweet was actually a joke, of course. But that didn't stop RoboCop fans from taking it seriously. The fundraising exceeded the goal of fifty grand in just six days. <laughs> a deadline of you know what? You can't even get that much money for fucking Haiti. <laughs> people know, were coming right? out, dude. Because <laughs> that was just people in Detroit. That was like all the money in Detroit. Breaking a deadline. <laughs> breaking news: George Clooney is now fu- um, helping organize money to make the RoboCop statue even bigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A deadline of March 29th to make the statue as big and good as possible, let's quote, was set and seems to be right on track. Don't ask why this is news. Ask why the hell wouldn't it be? <laughs> right? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I remember posting that thing online and yeah. uh, that story online going, oh, man, nobody. Uh, uh, they rejected the idea. And I'm thinking this would be cool. I mean, it's Detroit. It's badassery. That's Robo Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's Remember that article. Yeah, that right. That's <laughs> Robo Jesus, dude. Robo Jesus. And then uh, seeing that, oh, it's happening anyway. That's that just... makes me want to. Do they have RoboCop movies on Netflix streaming? I don't. If they don't, I don't know why they shouldn't. That makes me want to fucking watch some RoboCop up in this motherfucking <laughs> dude. I liked all of them too. Hunger fuck. I like. I even liked the one where he had the jetpack. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time for the rundown. All right. Well, my win of the week goes to Bizarre Creation. They got the raw end of the stick when conglomerate Activision kept buying up all the smaller indie labels to simply shut it down when they outlived their usefulness. Blizzard was founded in 1994 and has been responsible for a number of successful titles, including Formula 197, Metropolis Street Racer, and Project Gotham Racing Series. Following the lackluster performance of Blur and the James Bond uh, 007 Bloodstone, owner Activision announced its intentions to offload the developer last November. Blizzard's creation closed its doors this past Friday, but didn't go quietly into the night. They created an awesome farewell video, which contains some awesome slow-motion footage from some of their titles. I think it sucks when a big company buys a smaller company to cash in on their niche titles and then shut them down when it, when it becomes another name on the cash flow sheet. This The video is awesome, really tugs on your heartstrings, and uh, you should see it on our website if you're curious. Yeah, because, you know, we report that shit. Yeah. Actually, I... I, I uh... Nomad posted posted it, and I kind of forgot about it. To be honest, <laughs> I didn't forget about them closing, but I forgot to watch the video. And I watched it today, and I was like, "Yeah, that's cool." <laughs> like it, it was, it was legit. Because usually it's like some dudes just like, "Oh, it sucks," or "Thanks for all the good times." But this was like, no words. Look at what we accomplished, yeah. and it just—it it was just so—it was so sick. Dude. It was, and I—I uh, I definitely thought when I saw it on Friday, when I, it was, I was like, "Going, that's that's my win. That's yeah. my win right there." And scene, and scene, and, and also RoboCop wouldn't have left the bizarre creations go down. Hmm. If RoboCop were around, that shit wouldn't have went down like that. No, he would have went into the boardroom of Activision and blew all, all the fuck up. Robo Jesus, <laughs> Robo Jesus, yeah. What's your win of the week? Or your fail, sorry. Oh, no, that's your win. What's your win? Yeah, this this would be the win. I mean, uh, follow the show notes. Um, <laughs> we have so, notes? What? <laughs> what? I want to I wanna talk about uh, the Dragon Age Redemption trailer. Um, although it's only a teaser trailer, I still want to talk about it. Because I feel teased. You know what I'm saying? Teased in the good way. Like right when they get on the bus. Oh, never mind. Lazy Lazy Geeks certified Lazy Geeks certified cutie, Felicia Day, of the guild of the guild fame. Wow. We'll be star- <laughs> we'll be starring in Another the web- night there. <laughs> yeah, I know. We'll be I just dropped my phone. We'll be starring in the web series as the Elven Assassin Talus. Talus will be hunting down a renegade magician. And of course, can't go it alone. Over the six-episode web series, you you follow Talus in her search for people to help her out. Pretty much the game, or, <laughs> or any other start of an RPG. Oh, did I mention this is her web series? She's not just a star. Day told USA Today, I am an organic gamer, and I love games. And I particularly love this franchise. I put every single effort into making this something that gamers will be proud of. Now, of course, if the quality of the guild is any sort of testament to how this new project will end up, then we have nothing to worry about because the guild is funny as shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Felicia Day, by the way, Lazy Geek certified cutie. That chick is just cute. <laughs> it's just, like, not hot, sexy, like, ridiculous, just cute. And that's a good thing. <laughs> Your voice actually went a little high there for a minute. Well, yeah. I got ex- I'm a little excited. Yeah. I'm a little excited, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Anyway, what's your fail for the week? <laughs> <laughs> did you like eighties? Did you like the eighties? Does it fill your heart with memories? Yes. Would you like to relive them? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those of you that might want to relive those, then MGM will help you with that. Okay. Uh, they're not only remaking the film Red Dawn, which doesn't have an actual release date yet, but there are rumblings that they want to reboot RoboCop, Mr. Mom, and Poltergeist. RoboCop. See, no. Yeah. MGM, this is to you. You know why those movies were successful the first time around? Because no one had done them before. Not to mention that the movie's success depends on time and place. When the films are released too early or too late, it could spell doom. Let's let these movies remain on our DVD shelves and look into making some original content for a change. Yep. It won't be it won't bring you out of bankruptcy faster. It'll probably actually put you in deeper. So why throw good money after bad? You know what? How how dare they? I know. Try to remake RoboCop. Like, and I'm just being on a serious note. If they remade RoboCop, they would have to make it ultra realistic because that's what, I mean, look at the Dark Knight. That's what yeah. people want now. And that's fine. I don't mind that. But, rem- and like, but the remember Dark- how, how violent the original RoboCop Yeah. Cop- so they'll, <laughs> they'll, of course, make it a PG-13 so they can get everyone into the theater. Uh, they'll make it so realistic that it's going to look like iRobot. Like, it's going to be stupid. Yeah. Stupid, 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 man. From the guys and um, our Jersey con- um, congregation. Well, that's fucking stupid, man. That's fucking stupid. Stupid. Third. <laughs> 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 situation. <laughs> What's your uh, uh, put your shirt of- down? Put your shirt down. <laughs> um, you know you like it. <laughs> so I'm really going to try not to make this an Apple rant. Too late. So bear with me. Um, this is we're going to talk about the Apple, the new Apple subscription service, which is riddled with problems. Uh, well, not problems for Apple, but um, and not really problems for the consumer. Now I know this is pretentious, but I'm going to quote myself <laughs> from the Lazy Geeks podcast. Or wow, because like, it's like a bot. I don't really care. You know what I mean? I don't really care because I broke. Earlier, earlier in the week, I broke it down like specifically as to what the subscription service entails and what the problems are for the developers specifically. So, boom, here we go. I guess this technically isn't a quote if I said it. Whatever. <laughs> Being very meta right now. Um, the gist of the subscription system works like this. You see your favorite magazine in the App Store. You click on it and you're given a few options. You can buy one copy or subscribe to the magazine by paying for it bi-weekly, monthly, or yearly. For example, like or buy not, curiously. Ooh. For example, <laughs> not everything is gonna have those exact plans, but that's just an example. Sounds pretty sweet for the consumer. That is, the problem lies in the hidden fees for the creator of the product you're subscribing to. Apple takes thirty percent off all sales from the subscription. That's a hefty fee to say the least. Now, Apple says that the app developers can sell their apps outside of the App Store and not pay them anything. The catch to that is whatever deal that offer they offer has to be matched or bested on the App Store as well. This means lazy people, which would be pretty much everyone using the Apple App Store, <laughs> will buy will buy on the App Store because they're already there. So just wow. Apple must be bored screwing their customers over and have moved over to screwing their content providers. Oh wait, I'm not supposed to rant. But um this is probably one of the biggest fails of 2011. I know it's only February, but I mean they 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 are so for the consumers it's whatever. It's actually quite convenient Man. for for the consumers. 
but to screw in the long run developers will say fuck you yeah like like uh specifically rhapsody uh the music provider has said that if this is the way it's going to be they will pull their service off of the um off of apple because they can't afford it 30 yeah. percent's a lot of fucking money man it that's is 30 cents a buck dude yeah and that's the that's the big thing and and you know people i mean i don't care what your you know your reputation is when you start getting greedy people will turn on you yeah. and you know when businesses because what's going to happen is is this right now in the short term it's not going to affect the consumer at all not at all in the short term long term you're going to start seeing providers disappearing from apple what's going to happen is is people that are using it go what the fuck i i used to be able to get it through here they're not on here anymore and then the customers are going to, oh, well, you know what? I can get them on an Android phone or I can get them somewhere else and then start doing it that way. Exactly. And, and Apple needs to be careful, too. The whole wow factor of the iPhone is, is, has passed. Yeah. No one is going, oh, my God, the iPhone is ridiculously odd. No one's doing that because there are superior phones on the market right now. Yeah. I'm not talking about OS-wise. You know, that's pick and choose. But just what we were talking about before, the Epic, the those are superior phones. The processors are better. Screens are better. Everything's better. So if Apple is going to play games where they're going to lose their content providers, people are going to go, well, fuck it. I'll just go get an Android. Yeah. And that's that's the one thing you got to be – That's and that's with every – big um big uh company you know you mm-hmm. had microsoft that did the same thing you know how i mean look at the flack that microsoft took when they released the xbox 360 too early just so they could beat um, sony and just so they could have some competition against the wii yep they had the h the the whole hd dvd you know oh an extra hundred bucks you can get that too Oh, you want wireless capability? Extra hundred bucks for that. Yeah. It was all of those little pick and choose, and then suddenly, oh gee, the PS3 comes out. Oh well, it has everything in it already. Why would it I? It does want... everything. Exactly. So now, why would I want to spend all that? And, exactly. And now, whoever has it now are just people that had it, bought it, are you know Xbox fanboys, you know. But they'll eventually move over to the. Um, PS3, and, and that's going to happen. But you got to, you know, everybody, Sony, same thing, you know, it's everybody's got to watch out for that. Yeah. The consumers nowadays are more intelligent and more educated on the products. I mean, these products are, smartphones are part of your life. If you yeah. own one, it's it's your organizer, it's your phone. <laughs> Some yeah. people forget that. It's a phone, too. Well, it's like, um, I know, it's like, it makes, <laughs> it makes calls? What? <laughs> I mean, the same thing with me, you know, it's like, I used to have my phone, and, and it, you know, I could leave it in another room, whatever, but now, because it, it is a smartphone, and it does pretty much everything, I have it on me all the time. Yeah. You know, and, that, and like that, right now, before I get my Epic, I don't have a smartphone. I have a room or two. Like, real, real dumb phone. <laughs> I forget that at the house, and I could give two fucks. I don't. <laughs> but if I had my Epic right now, but like, oh my god, I forgot my phone. We need to turn back, but we're two hundred miles away from home. I don't care. <laughs> Go back and get the phone because, yeah. and it's that's fine. But the thing is, is like when the iPhone first came out, people, were, oh my god, I have to have the iPhone because this shit is like legit. There's nothing like the iPhone. Well, right now, there's plenty of shit like, and let's be real, better than the iPhone out there. I mean, unless you're such a fucking Apple fan that you have to. 
you know, suck the metaphorical dick and buy an <laughs> iPhone just because it's, it has a fucking fruit on the back of it. Well, let's, but, let's, let's, let's also, let's also be a little fair. You know, I mean, yeah, they are an expensive, expensive piece of machinery. But the thing too, is that, you know, there are some things that people like the fact that, Oh, I can have an iPhone. I can have all my iTunes and on my phone and everything. And it, it multi-use that way. Yeah. I understand that if people don't want to go ahead and switch over or really just dig the Apple, more than anything else that's fine that's that's all fine and dandy um it is a good phone we're not saying that it's not a good phone we're just saying yeah. that there's there are other options out there well at least i'm not trying to be a complete apple hater, <laughs> no let's guess. let's all right you know what let's put the fanboy <laughs> shit down for a moment um and i will admit yes it's a good phone it's, it's a mature a mature operating system yeah and one. you know and uh, that's the thing but when you get into some other yeah there are other phones and let's just keep in mind too that there are other phones that you know that are more user friendly. I think the Android is probably a little more. Um, I'm not going to say user friendly because I think Apple has the user friendly bit down. It's more customizable. Yeah, you can you can really. T- You're a power user. Yeah, you already if, know that yeah, you need if, an Android. If you if you want to do your own shit <laughs> on on a on a phone, if you want to do it your way, not yeah. the Apple way. Yeah, and actually, the Windows, the new Windows Seven phones are like that too. You do it their way. It's yeah. not very customizable. Yeah. The Windows and Apple, and because it's their system, it's their operating system. It's their style, too. Yeah. That's the way and, they do it. And when Android is, you know, it's more of, oh, well, you know, we create new stuff and try it out or whatever, but you can still do it your way if you want. Um, so, it's like Burger King of phones and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we spent enough time on that one. I think we have, too. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, real, quick, real quick though, if you are tied in the iTunes, just download a program called Double Twist. It will read your iTunes, uh, your iTunes playlist. Anyway, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, I think it's time for the comic rundown. All right. Now, uh, here are the five biggest stories in the comic book realm. Number five. One of the major things to spin out of Marvel's Fear Itself series will be Alpha Flight. Not uh, not only are they coming back, but in this in this day of different nationalities playing most of the, you know, most of our popular American and Canadian characters, i.e. Batman, Wolverine, Superman, uh, Alpha Flight will actually be drawn by a Canadian. Dale Eaglesham will be bringing back Alpha Flight in June with a point one issue as they're jumping off point for uh, new readers. Now, I'm sure only the real hardcore comic fans remember Alpha Flight. I don't even remember Alpha Flight. <laughs> I was the Canadian superheroes. Uh, I'm I'm pretty hardcore. I don't remember yeah. Alpha, Alpha Flight. Alpha Flight was really popular in the 80s. They kind of died off in the 90s, but now they're coming back again. For so. justice, eh? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they'll be coming out in June. So uh, if you haven't seen it or don't remember or you know Wikipedia it, check them out. You might want to you might want to see it up in June. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm I'm always looking for a new book to read. <laughs> Number four. When I say Archie Comics, do you think revolutionary? Yes. Well, well you should. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I fucking do. Ar- You're the Robocop of comics. <laughs> Archie Comics has teamed up with Graphic Lee to deliver digital content the same day the physical comics are released. They are offering the six core Archie titles. Archie, Archie and Friends, Betty... Veronica, Betty and Veronica, and Jughead. Really? Sounds like a party. I know, seriously. <laughs> I think I think I saw a porn title with that. Yeah, Betty and Veronica. That's a yeah. porn title. <laughs> the digital content will only cost you $1.99. Just go to graphically.com and get the app 
and you can start reading Archie Comics online. You know what? Archie Comics are still fun. To read. I don't give a fuck. I used to read when I was a kid, and every once in a while, like if I got to go somewhere and I know I'm going to wait forever, I'll pick one up at the grocery store. Like I'll see it over there. I'm like, ah, Archie Comics, why not? Well, it's funny. It's funny because uh, it's funny because I was reading the the some of the stories on this, and Archie's actually said they wanted to start delivering their comics online. And Graphically goes, well, wait, we wanted to, you know we wanted to do an app where you can get stuff like that online. They're like, really? Yeah. And it was just like, boom! Within thirty seconds, they had a deal. This magic moment. I know. We'll wait to see um, if other comic stores are going to start doing the same thing. I mean, we they damn well should. Yeah. Number three. If you're trying to find out the plot for Amazing Spider-Man issues 658 and 59, well, you don't have to wonder no- anymore. They will be using those issues to induct Spidey into the Future Foundation. Now that he's on, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that name is kind of silly, dude. It, it is. That's why. Hence why they're going with FF. Yeah. Um, now he's on the team via Marvel, Marvel press release. They teased that his presence will will it be an asset or a hindrance? The Sinister Six will be along to make it a difficult summer for the web slinger. So Amazing Spider-Man 658 and 59 will hit shelves starting in April. FF goes on sale in March. You uh, you, you know you're going to buy that shit, dude. I'll check it out. It. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, you know you're going to buy it and you're going to fucking love it. <laughs> uh, number two. Readers of Fables know that uh, Bill Willingham likes to spice things up from time to time. Well, with this week's issue of Fables 102, the Fable characters head down, head towards Haven and come across a new character that has some superhero helpers that look a lot like comic book heroes. In fact, the cover will pay homage to a famous DC comic hero. Uh, setting the stage for the Pinocchio-inspired team to fight the characters, um, to fight for the characters of Fable Town. Issue 102 is on sale right now. Do and if you know, if you've seen the cover, what uh, what's that? Yeah, I'm it, sorry. Go ahead. It was um, if you've seen the cover. The cover actually has um, a gold emblazoned F on a shirt and somebody pulling the shirt open. So ah, yeah. why is it always why is it always Superman? I know. <laughs> Get us a Batman on there, mm. some Spectre on there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> some Minuteman shit. <laughs> some Shazam. <laughs> Shazam. <laughs> All right. Well, number and number one. So I went to check out Unknown on Friday, and I was surprised by how many trailers I was watching. Like 30 minutes of trailers. Virtually That's every trailer. Funny. Virtually every trailer for every comic book movie coming out this summer, except the one. <laughs> <laughs> but don't fret. Marvel will release the new teaser trailer for Captain America with Drive Angry on Friday. Hmm. So expect it to be online probably a day or so before. So, And you know the Lazy Geeks will be on top of that. Yeah. yeah. On top of that, like, yo mom, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so actually, I think this is, this is, this is a great segue into uh into our first discussion um which is are are all of these comic now there's so many comic book movies out right now coming out right now out now and coming out yeah and uh, reboots and all of this stuff and is it really good for the fans and our audience and uh you know i was looking at it because like i remember you know think about 10 years ago that's about 10 years ago. That's when, you know, the first X-Men movie came out. And uh, I remember one of my friends telling me, dude, you got to go to these comic book movies because if you if people don't go to them, then they're going to they're not going to make them anymore. 
flash forward 10 years later. They won't stop making them. Yeah, they won't <laughs> stop making Every comic book material is being picked up. It's just like, I mean, you know, why we suffer through movies like Ghost Rider, The Fantastic Four, Hulk. You know, we had... The first one, the first the one. The first one I'm talking about, the Ang Lee version. Don't, don't, don't yeah. twist. Yeah. But, <laughs> and why we've enjoyed movies like X-Men, or at least the first two. Uh, Batman Begins, Dark Knight. Spider-Man, the first, the first one. two. The first two, yeah. The first two Spider-Mans. And Iron Man. You know, we've... I, I have to say that we've probably suffered more than we've actually relished in comic book movies. I mean, I give it to the X-Men, you know. After X-Men was released, studios actually decided, hey, you know what? If we actually put some serious writers and some real directors and actors in these movies, they could actually make money. Yeah, like actually give it the time of day. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, X-Men, the only main stars that were actually going into X-Men were Ian McKellen and uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And for Hugh me, Jackman's big now, but he yeah, wasn't. He wasn't that. big. That role made him. Oh, Halle Berry was in that bit, too. Yeah, but then Halle Berry was kind of on the slide anyway. She looked cute as Storm, though. I'm going to be honest for real. <laughs> anyway, move, moving on. Moving on. Um, Anna Paquin as Rogue. Yeah. Um, but see, you know, but when I heard Ian McKellen as, as Magneto and uh, Patrick Stewart as. Uh, that gave it clout. Like, the movie had class all it, of a sudden. You yeah, know? but it also sent the fanboys in it. Oh my God, Patrick Stewart's going to play Xavier. That's awesome. Yeah. Everyone was so excited to see that. Captain McCard! <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Captain McCard! You know, because everybody was disappointed that he never got to play, you know, uh, Mr. Freeze in the hideous movie that was Batman and Robin. Thank God. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, Chill. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Chill out. I think Arnold did a wonderful job. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, you know, I, I, I kind of, you know, I, I was I as was supportive uh, as I was in the beginning. And, you know, why I hated Ghost Rider, I, I still can't believe they're doing a Ghost Rider 2. I mean, I just... You know, um, but then the rebooting, too. I mean, I think we're kind of getting to the point where it's just like, I think we need to start slowing down on what we're buying up. Because, you know, you got movies like, uh, you know, you had Push, which was a comic book movie. You know, um, you've had, uh, what else? There's a lot of movies that were comic book movies that nobody knew they were comic book movies. Howard the Duck? That was a comic book movie. Really? I knew you were going to throw Howard the Duck in there. I got to fucking keep it real. Yeah. But, you know, and the thing, too, is that there's that I think the problem that you get in in uh, in uh, doing comic book movies is the fact that I think a lot of people need to kind of follow Nolan, Christopher Nolan's idea. What would follow in the real world? Of course, with the exception of like Superman, because he's an alien. No, I'm, no, 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 no. You Superman. Yes. OK, that's different. But the world that he is in it would be cool if it reflected the real world. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, yeah, it's Metropolis, so it's kind of over-glamorized anyway. I think the way they did it in the, the other Superman movie was okay, but I mean, like, sup- the you have superheroes that are extraordinary, kind of yeah. ridiculous. I mean, look at Iron Man. That's ridiculous. Right. We we can't make suits like that. <laughs> but the world that he's with is in was the shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, but you know what I'm saying. No, I, I think because you have, like, a real-world element and then you have, you know, those people kind of like the X-Men. 
You know, it, it fed yeah. on our national fear of, you know, something different, somebody taking over us. Hence why, like, the first two X-Men films were so good because of the fact, especially the second one, because you're dealing with, you know, uh, you're dealing with the real world paranoia of normal people. The third one was okay, too. The third one was okay. I, I It I, wasn't like Spider-Man 3 bad. Oh, Jesus, no. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, make this a heated discussion. I'm just saying <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, we've got, uh, I mean, what do we got this summer? This summer alone, we have Thor, X-Men First Class, Green Lantern, Transformers Dark of the Moon, Captain America, Cowboys and Aliens, and Conan in just this year. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I'm excited about all that shit. See, it's 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 good for the fans, not the elitist fans, because the elitist fans get pissed off. Yeah, because the elitist in, fans are going to hate it no matter what. Yeah. In order to move, well, yeah, it doesn't matter what you do, but in order to move something that's a comic book format into a movie, you are going to have to change a few things. It's, it's just not enough time in a movie. Movies don't have as much time as comic books do to explain things. Right. So things are going to get changed. Things are going to get sped up. I mean, um, look at Spider-Man, the first one. He was in college in two seconds. I know. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's in college, you know, um, which obviously with the reboot, they're changing that. But I think it's good for the consumer. I think it's also good and bad for the medium. I mean, it brings it brings a lot of people into the comic book shops. Like they're like, "Oh, what's what's really going on?" You know what I mean? And they go check right. it out. But then it also it kind of gives everyone this watered down sense of superheroes that I've grown up with. Like Iron even Iron Man, wonderful movies. Very watered down version of Iron Man compared yeah. to books you know what i mean like yeah. i mean he was an alcoholic a woman yeah. heavy womanizer i mean they they kind of they touched it on as more of a joke like they touched it on in the in iron man 2 him drinking but drinking for a reason not simply because he was an alcoholic yeah you know? exactly um but i think comic book movies are getting a lot better though i mean i mean look at just the production value alone it's just getting nuts like they're getting look at the dark fucking night dude yeah like they got Nolan on that shit, which I mean, Nolan, this is a personal opinion. I'm sure everyone will probably agree. Nolan is one of the greatest directors of our time. I mean, it's just hands down. The dude is a genius. And um, they're taking everything very seriously. I mean, the Batman movies made me like want to cry because that's like my favorite superhero. Like, I was just so excited. But I mean, I think it's getting better. And I think that's why you see a lot of those reboots, too, is that they were like, oh, my God, we can make money. Let's throw fucking this one and this one and this one and this one and this one. And they were making everything so gay. And then, it, well, excuse me, so lame. I don't yeah. want to offend anybody. Yeah. So then also they were trying to – and I, you kind of saw this in the beginning, like Daredevil. Let's bring Daredevil. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, I, I tried to forget Daredevil, <laughs> damn it. Uh, they were trying to make the movie be like a mirror image of the comic book. And it's not going to work. It doesn't fit. If you try to record a movie like a comic book, it's going to look weird. And actually, I think that's the problem with that show, The Cape, right now. I watched a few episodes of The Cape, and I'm like, this plays like I'm looking from frame to frame. That's that's how it plays. And it's kind of cheesy. And most comic books are. Right. you know, But it doesn't it doesn't translate onto film very well. It, it's it, it's too fast paced, or sometimes it's too slow. Comic books are kind of like the ADHD of entertainment, <laughs> you know. 
But uh, I've been talking enough. What's your opinion? <laughs> Sorry, I got, I got like a thought, and I was like, I gotta say this shit. No, that's that's fine. I mean, you know, you got movies that that I mean, there's some movies that taken the right way can go work great in the medium. You know, like Kick Ass. You know, I yes. I, I I thought Kick Ass worked worked great because it it, it made it real. You know, it, it really did a dangerous sort of way. Yeah, and it, it made it like, okay, the cuffs are off, you know, especially the opening scene. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like suddenly it's like telling you, okay, this, you know, people can get hurt and get killed here, you know, and uh, that that I think worked really well because it was kind of the anti-superhero kind of thing, you know. Um, but then at the same time, you have uh, movies like, yeah, like Daredevil. I mean, come on, let's let's be realistic here. A blind district attorney can you know use all the sonic hearing and all that to become like a badass superhero it's completely implausible but in a comic book it's kind of cool yeah because the character has multiple layers and that's one of the problems with comic books versus films is you have the internal dialogue you have all you're you're seeing what they're thinking you're having the the interactions with different people you know what you know some of their vices and comic books are not kid stuff anymore i mean you look at it i mean you'll have some and you know they did touch on them back early on but nowadays i mean they're womanizing they're can they'll be drug druggies alcoholics you know real shit going on yeah you know they have look at that just for instance that that uh that graphic novel joker that that shit was real like that i mean this this motherfucker i mean it's the joker anyway but he killed like a elderly couple and then laid on top of them on the bed yeah like they weren't even there like that's that's obviously not for a nine-year-old yeah (laughs) clown prince of crime my ass like that shit was real and i and i think that's in and when you go into the comic book room i think that's why certain you know uh series like the fantastic four and stuff like that are losing their edge because you know people are getting to more of the gritty stuff they are getting to more of the you know really problems and and marvel you know was the first comic to really give superhero problems you know they they really had man they had the internal strife they had just the issues they you know they wanted to be selfish you know and, and i think that's really kind of rooted itself in our current you know in our current society and and now marvel has to realize that huh okay yeah we kind of created that but now we've got to move even further so i think when what happens is you get and then when you get studios that get involved heavily like you know in spider-man 3 for example you know you end up getting to where okay well we have we made so much money you need to do with this our way and that's what I think is a problem for the fans because studios start realizing this is a franchise. Okay, we want this to extend to here, so you need to start doing this. Yeah. And start doing that, which was one of the reasons why, um, you know, Sam Raimi um, apparently had a lot of issues with Spider-Man 3. Uh, John Favreau, that's why he left um, Iron Man because apparently Marvel was kind of sticking their head too much in, in the uh, – in Iron Man 2 that he just didn't feel the freedom that he had with Iron Man 1 because obviously they're setting up a franchise now. I mean, Mar- yeah, Marvel- well, everything's moving towards the Avengers. Yeah. So you have Marvel doing all that. So, you you know, there's there's a lot going on and people with the mo- everybody dealing with money, they want so much to, OK, well, we need to do this so we can make more money when you have, I think, 
directors now, especially when you're getting big name directors going into all of these projects saying, you know, we want to do this, we want to do this. Oh, I think the character should be dark here or shouldn't be as dark here. You know, I, I it almost kind of I almost kind of want to say that I think some comic book movies should go lower budget indie kind of route. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, look at, like, The Punisher. The first The Punisher with Thomas Jane. And then the new one that came out. The last, the most recent one, I guess. Not the new one. The Warzone. I mean, you had the first one, which was... It, it worked as a movie, I guess, you know. But it was not Punisher. No. Um, But then you had the second one, which was just over-the-top violent. I mean, you know, they're cutting people's legs off, heads off, you know, for just, it was just ridiculously violent. It was cartoony violent. Yeah. And I, I think that's the problem that we get into. We need to, think, in order for this to be pal- palatable for the audience, we need to make sure that we look at it and we go, okay, do we really want to stick that close to the source? Or do we want to kind of, you know, Say okay, the, the the theory, the themes, the stories, everything's good. Let's modernize it a little bit, like they did with uh, Iron Man. Or you know, what was a good one too. Was three hundred? I thought three hundred was good as a movie, but also paid homage to the the book that it came from, like a lot, dude. Yeah, like in some of those slow mo shots, they look like frames in a comic book. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really dug it. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you know, another and then another movie that you know you got like the. Sp- Scott Pilgrim films, which basically was a comic book on yeah. the screen. Um, you know, and, and that it worked for that movie, but it it could have been there, but it, it could not have been there. I don't know. I could Yeah, I, well you know what it does too, is it makes it such a comic book movie that only comic book people will see it. And I think that's was one of the problems why it didn't do well. It's because when I was watching it, you know, seeing the life of people dying and going into coins and, yeah. you know, all of that stuff. I'm like going, this is such a gamer's com- yeah, like it's comic a book. gamer comic book geek movie, which is cool. But then you alienate a lot of people who don't want to. They're like, why is everyone turning into a fucking coin? Like yeah. nobody gets it. I know. It's just like, oh, that's stupid. It suddenly becomes it's stupid. And uh, I, I, I think that's part of the problem is we got to be careful not to get such those niche books because then you alienate a lot of people yeah but uh so i think we covered pretty good on that topic yeah so let's move on (laughs) motherfucker (laughs) um so i wanted to talk about piracy right not like johnny depp piracy Which is awesome, by the way. Yes. Like stealing, um, you know, downloading movies, downloading uh, TV shows and games and all that bullshit. So this recent article, which I, for the life of me, can't remember who wrote. (laughs) And I, I, dick. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Online discussion held. PWC. That's who wrote it. Yeah. Fucking knows who they are. Uh oh, Pricewaterhouse Coopers. There we go. Fine. <laughs> that that works. So anyway, basically what they're saying is that piracy is up. Like <laughs> it's getting worse. Which, what a shock. I know, it makes complete sense to me. Um 81%. This is from their studies. 81% of consumers who admit to pirating TV, movie and video content 
say that they are likely co- to continue doing so. So <laughs> what, what's funny to me is people, these groups are so shocked. They're like, oh, are you telling me that you effortlessly <laughs> downloaded a movie for free? It's good quality. You're really enjoying it. And you're going to do it again? What? Say yeah. it isn't so. No, it's like it's like getting laid and then not wanting to have sex again. It's just <laughs> stupid. You know what I mean? Instant <laughs> gratification and not wanting it again? Uh-huh. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Dumb. Now, <laughs> obviously, stealing is, is not cool. Okay? We, we all know that. I like how it's gone from stealing is bad to stealing's not cool. Stealing's not cool. <laughs> Like it's not even bad anymore. It's just not cool. You know? It's just not cool. We're not stealing. We're not stealing fucking food out of people's mouths. You know what I mean? We just whatever digital content. So another little thing which was cool, and I thought this was funny too. And it's some there's this, and then another thing that they don't really touch upon at all in any of these fucking studies. And me and Norman were talking about this too. Or excuse me, Norman and I were talking about that. <laughs> That's right. Seventy six percent of consumers say that. Say they some they're somewhat willing to pay a nominal fee if the content can be accessed closer to its release date, but no more than three dollars to download a movie and less than a dollar for a TV program, which is kind of ridiculous. I mean, they, they have fucking built. They got to keep the lights on too. Shit, <laughs> you know, just because they're just because they're not pressing the movie and distributing it and all that, they still have to pay the actors and fucking pay the this and that. Don't be don't be greedy. <laughs> so I agree with that though. I think that if cuz you go on iTunes or whatever. Let's use them as an example. To buy um to buy a movie, right? Now, for one, you, let's say they even have the movie you want because they have to be in like cahoots with whoever the fuck made the movie. So, which is most likely going to be Sony. Nine times out of ten, Sony <laughs> has made your movie in some way, shape, or form. Um, <laughs> they own everything. Doesn't Sony own Lionsgate too? I'm gonna be uh, that one. A Lionsgate. I know they're Universal. Sony Universal. No, Sony's not Universal. Isn't it? Yeah, they are. Uh, Sony owns so much. I'm confused. I know. And uh, Sony owns Columbia. Yeah. Um, Universal was NBC Vivendi. It's NBC Universal. Now Comcast. It's all under Comcast now. Whatever. This is the point. I digress from my previous point. <laughs> so, so basically, okay, so you're on iTunes. You want to buy the movie, blah, blah, blah. Let's say they have it. You want to buy fucking the Unstoppable. Just came out. Okay. Why not? Although it. People say it sucks, but you want to buy it. So you find it on fucking iTunes and you, you look at the prices. Okay, now you can rent it from iTunes for five ninety nine, which is kind of stupid. Or you can purchase it for 20 bucks. Now, let's get this straight. I'm not just picking on iTunes. This is everybody. If you buy digital content, it's about 20 bucks for a new movie. It's 20 bucks to fucking stores. Yeah. As stores, I'm getting a DVD case. I'm getting little booklets. I'm getting a DVD, <laughs> right? The additional content, the, additional the, content, the bonus stuff. All that shit. But then I'm buying something digitally, which is just the movie. No special features, no nothing for the same price? That seems fair. What the fuck? Well, if you look at it, I mean, it's been a while since I've been to Blockbuster. and But how much is it to rent a video at Blockbuster... As it is to rent from the PlayStation Network, I think it's like or 
three ninety nine, I think. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then to rent it from uh, on demand, it's like four bucks, and then you get it for just twenty four hours. Uh, PlayStation Network, iTunes, obviously. Um, you know, there there are other um, other places that you get it, and then you've got Redbox, you know, but that's you have to mm-hmm. wait twenty eight days for that. But you know, you're thinking, or about- or people could just go to a torrent site and fucking do a quick search and download. It takes like a half an hour, and they have the movie. Yeah, and and that's the thing is like you look at it and you think, okay, well, you know, and I understand it's expensive. So I'm thinking, well, why should it cost me the same or maybe a little more? Because haven't you haven't you downloaded um, rented movies off of um, or looked at renting movies off of uh, like the PlayStation Network or something? I rented and purchased. Yeah. And, I purchased uh, uh, Planet 51 for the kids. Excellent quality. Uh, it did cost me like 15 bucks. <laughs> um, then I, PlayStation Network's not that bad. Uh, their rentals is kind of silly. I rented, uh, I forget what I rented, but it was like, because f- I'm only HD. I don't fuck around. I didn't buy an HD TV to buy standard shit. <laughs> so it was like five ninety nine, I think. Yeah, like a day. <laughs> yeah, five ninety nine, and then you have Blockbuster, which will give you the actual disc, and it's still like four bucks. It might be a little more for Blu Ray if you want to get Blu Ray. It's probably like five bucks yeah. for Blu Ray. Um, and then the... Netflix now, you can get Blu Rays from Netflix too. Yeah, and uh, and then you have the same thing when you're getting it from uh, uh, what else? When you're doing VOD, video on demand. You know, it's four ninety nine for rental for a twenty four hour period, and then it's five ninety nine if you want to get the HD version. It's a yep. bit ridiculous. Why is it that when you're renting a video, when you actually have the video in your hand and you're watching it, watch all the special features, but then when it's the same price that when you digitally release it, you get it. Why is it the same price? It's ass backwards, and you know what? It is. It, what it is too is. The way content is distributed to the masses nowadays is so fucking fragmented. Like nobody nobody is agreeing on anything. There is thousands of ways to get shit. You know, everybody's bidding for like you do this, you do that. But it's it's getting to the point where it's just getting stupid. Like people want the content. Yeah. The average person if if it's reasonably priced, if it's easy to obtain, we'll purchase over stealing. I'm, I'm going to be straight up. The average person. There are that select few that don't give a fuck. <laughs> just, you know, whatever. But take me for example. If I could if I could go on my computer and I could rent. And places now, why not? Could rent a, rent a movie. You know, maybe I want to watch a movie with my wife. For like $1.99 for a day to rent. To rent. Which I think is reasonable, okay? Maybe two ninety nine. Two ninety nine, I would say. Yeah, maybe two ninety nine. Fine, rent it for a day. If I could do that, I I would never even not that I do it now. I would never <laughs> even think about pirating. If I could buy a movie digitally, brand new movie just came out, ten bucks. Yeah, I'm saying ten bucks. I because, think that's a good price. Because see, what's happening here is that you're. Th- the the studios are running on the idea that people are not getting more sophisticated; they're getting lazy, mm-hmm. and they're hoping on that, thinking, "Well, they can either go to the video store and rent these videos for four or five bucks, 
or we can just offer it to them on, on video on demand or whatever, you know, through these outlets, but charge the same amount, you know, and they're just getting the movie. That would be advantageous for the customer. No, it wouldn't because, you know, when you're doing video on demand, like through your cable company, you know, that shit gets ridiculous. Yeah. And I think, you know what? That is an excellent point that you just brought up is that it is true that the, the whole video on, on demand or whatever digital digital content is based around the premise that we are too fucking lazy as a consumer to go to the block to go to Blockbuster or to go to the store to pick up the movie. And that's bullshit. Yeah, the, I, I love going to the fucking store and getting movies. Yeah. Like, what geek does not like going? And not even a geek. Like general people do not mind going to purchase fucking movie. It's yeah, not that complicated. Because when you're going, because like there is a drawback. Like you go to Netflix and you only see what's new, and then it just takes forever to scroll through all of their stuff. When I used to go to Blockbuster, I would go to Blockbuster and just look around their walls, and then all of a sudden see an old movie. Oh man, I haven't seen that in ages. The Octagon. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Norris marathon, bitch. You know, <laughs> you know, you'd see that and you go, oh man, I gotta watch that. And then you grab it, and then you know, maybe grab a video game or something, and then and then go. But that was the thing, you know. If you want new content, and you know, the problem with that whole lazy idea. Look at Redbox, dude. Yeah. People go to the supermarket just to go to Redbox, you know, to get a movie, to put a movie back. You know, it, it proves that we're not that for us as a society, we're not as lazy as they believe we are, and. And here's like one of the things that they grow a growing number of ad supported websites is contributing to the increase of piracy. Such sites may be con- causing confusion as to what is pirated content and what is legitimate free content. Everybody knows. Yeah. They when they're, if they're, you get something for if okay. If you have a copy of Iron Man 2 and it was free, you stole that mother. <laughs> Exactly. That's the way that shit works. Yeah, you know, because it says here that seventy percent of those who pirate also acquire free content legally from ad-supported websites. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. See, what you're trying to do, is, you know, that that whole content of saying like, oh, well, piracy is supporting. No, people know where the free shit is. Yeah, it, they, it's another assumption that we're stupid that we don't know how to use computers. You know, like, oh, it's because it's slapping us in the face. That's the only reason we do it. No. You know what fucking hard it. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna keep it real. You know what fucking hard it is to find a torrent nowadays. Like when you when you're trying to look for something. Like sometimes I'll download some shit if it's old, whatever. You know, just to check it out. It, it's fuck. It used to be. It used to be all over the fucking place. I remember back in the day, like before the whole pirate bay bullshit. Mm-hmm. That dude, you would get anything, anything. You could get a special director's cut that only three are in existence of Howard the Duck. You get that shit on fucking torrent. <laughs> you know what I mean? But now it's it's bullshit. I mean, whatever though. I mean, it's pirating. I'm not gonna get upset if it's not there. But yeah. But see, here's the thing that I have with this this particular this piracy survey is that they quote unquote you know talk to people who pirate. Well, duh. Okay, here's like they go that um, in the past six months, uh, streaming is more prevalent. Yeah, streaming is always more prevalent. You know, would I rather stream something or download it? Streaming, yeah, well, streaming it is, is faster. Yeah, it's like Netflix. I can watch it now. It's yeah, and that's the thing that's that bugs that's me. That's what like, pissed me off about the PlayStation Network. You got to wait like yeah. three hours for the movie to download. And that's where I'm finding a lot of flaws in this in this in this um, study because they're saying, oh, people are preferring streaming. Yes, because it's now. Yeah, people don't want to. <laughs> if you want to download a one, you know, a 1.25 gig movie. 
know how long that takes? It's like, hmm, let me, what are my choices? I can watch it right now, or I can wait two and a half hours? <laughs> hmm, that's a tough fucking choice. Yeah. Come on, dude. I, and it's saying that the most uh, mode of accessing content, streamed TV shows for free, 83% in the past six months. 80, 69% streamed movies for free. 61% downloaded TV shows for free. 52% downloaded movies for free. Well, here's here's uh, an idea. Here's just a wild concept for everybody to take in. Streaming a movie or a TV show is one instant and two doesn't stay on your hard drive. Mm-hmm. When you're downloading TV shows or movies, they take up a bit. And if you have, let's say you don't have, let's say you're a total noob and you don't have an external, you have well, say. 500 gig hard drive on your computer you're running games you're running also and i guarantee you if you're downloading torrents you're you're also heavy you're a heavy downloader you you play online games you know you're because the novice person doesn't really know how to do a torrent let's be yeah torrents are a process i mean it's not complicated but it's not like you just click download and it's there you have to do it through outside, you know, I'm not going to explain exactly how to yeah. do it, but you have to de- like get and a program to do it. All and, and then depending what kind of format it comes in, yeah. you know, and all this. It's, Make sure you can play it. Exactly. If you don't have the right player, you know. So they, I've heard from Nomad. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is from what we heard from some of our fans. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're but, all greasy motherfuckers. <laughs> down why do you think we're sh- our shit is free? No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, and, and when you're streaming stuff, it's free. It's in, I mean, it's fast. It's instant. You don't. It doesn't take up any room. But if you're downloading stuff, what do you do after you download a movie? Oh, cool. All right, I watched it. Eh, it was all right. Delete it. Yep. You know, and it's just like, and you rather stream. You, it takes it takes out a couple of steps for you. And and Netflix has proven the technology. Yeah. Netflix has proven that you can stream a movie to a fucking toaster. You can stream movies to anything. That has an internet connection. Exactly, you know. And well, too. Netflix is a shit. Yeah. Like, and I've I've used it on. I remember <laughs> when my internet is out. <laughs> I use uh, this other internet that's in the building, and it's really slow. But I'll still watch Netflix movies. It doesn't even stop. <laughs> <laughs> and like here it says, um, what was it? The ability to obtain content for free via downloading or streaming is the primary reason consumers began pirating. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna guarantee you that that well one that's crap. You know that you know that everybody knows you can get shit for free. You know it just depends on how far are you willing to go. Yeah, because you have people. How far down the rabbit hole you willing to delve, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I mean fifty. According to the survey, fifty-six percent agree they don't need a physical copy, and I understand that. You I'm know? one of those people. Yeah, like Nomad enjoys having like the blu-ray disc on the shelf and stuff like that i could give a fuck i just (laughs) see like this is one of the differences between uh sapien and myself is that i'm a movie buff yeah see i'm not i just want to watch a movie if i love a movie i'll or a tv show or something like that i'll buy it i'll physically buy it because i want to see all the extra content i want to see the the deleted scenes i want to hear the the commentaries i want all that shit i that's what i want to see i want digital content with the fucking special features. Yeah. Like, I w- actually wouldn't even be that upset about buying a movie digitally for 20 bucks if it had that shit. But when I buy 20 bucks on fucking iTunes to buy a movie that has the same exact content that I can get free 
from a fucking uh, uh, torrent site. It's bullshit. Like, why? Okay, why am I going to buy something digitally if I can go to the fucking store, spend the same amount of money, and get so much extra shit? Like, it's bullshit. And and you know who you speaking of games too? The gaming industry knows what they're fucking doing. Yeah. A lot of those games are fucking cheaper. Like, yeah, some of the big market titles when they first come out are going to run you 50 bucks, you know, whatever. But the prices drop. So look at fucking Steam. Like, Steam takes care of business, dude. <laughs> or direct to drive. It's the only fucking way I buy video games on my PC now. I don't even fuck around. Because I don't need the fucking box. I don't give a shit about the box. And the coolest thing is, is I can just con- I can download all the time after I buy it. It's such an awesome technology that... I'm surprised. I'm literally surprised. The music industry and the video game industry is fully invested in digital downloading. I it don't took a while for the music. It took a while. It took a while for music. Games were the first one to kind of get in it. Yeah. But I don't know why see, movies are being so gay about see it. See what you do. Ah, okay. Oh, so lame about it. <laughs> Fucking queer about it. How about that? <laughs> Swishy about it. <laughs> Swishy about it. Um, you know. I mean, because see, like, well, the thing is, is that you got to think about the different, the, the, the two different archetypes you're dealing with. The gaming industry. Okay, they know about download. They know about all the stuff that you can do on a computer. They know about all that stuff. So, yeah, they're going to, you know what? All of our guys know how to do this, so let's do it this way. Or they're going to wait for this, blah, blah, blah. But you have the music industry that has had one setup the entire time. Now, suddenly, oh, wait, they can... Get music. People can put music on the internet and get it for free. What? We got to stop that immediately. It's we've got to stop that. Nobody yeah. goes. Okay. Well, they're doing this. Why are they doing this? Okay, they're saying it's too expensive. They want to be able to buy discs by themselves. Okay. Well, how can we? Um, how and the music can- industry fought that for so so long. long. Yeah, and, I mean, sued individual people, and it it was ridiculous. The movie industry is it's at the tail end of where it was. You know, like the music industry. Yeah. So, you know, the movie industry is not understanding that movies are too expensive now. I mean, you got people. I mean, look, well, aside from the economy, you know who the most people that download shit are college students? Yeah. People that are just starting their first job. It's not because they're young and assholes. It's because they're broke. Yeah. They don't. They can't afford to go to the movies, or oh well, I want to see this, but I really, I don't know if this movie is actually going to be any good. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and yeah, because nowadays there are so many movies that come out <laughs> that it's like you don't know. Like, oh my god, I want to go to the movies, and this movie looks kind of cool, but it's gonna be ten bucks for the fucking ticket, four fifty for a medium popcorn, fucking six fifty for a medium coke, dude. It's like, like I'm gonna have to like, put a second mortgage on my mom's house just to fucking go to the movie. It's like twelve fifty now if you go yeah, at it's, night. Yeah, it's just it's, ridiculous. Twelve fifty now? Yeah, dude, it's fucking what the fuck? It's dude? like twenty bucks if you want to go see three D IMAX. Well, that makes sense. Well, it, I mean. It being more expensive than a normal movie makes sense, but that's still kind of fucking what the hell, yeah. dude. I mean, like, uh, they were saying, like, uh, like on the study here, it goes, biggest concerns about pirating, um, using pirate websites. Downloading from these websites could infect my computer with a virus or malicious spyware. 80% in total agreement. No shit, Sherlock. Yeah. That's part, that's part and parcel. If you're going to pirate shit, you're going to have to know how to steer clear of some of those, you know, or, um, that these websites uh, may be illegal and I can get in trouble, um, you know, 68%. Yeah, but people still do it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's just like, uh, what was it? Um, 81% plan to continue pirating, most likely via online access. Well, that's the only way you can really pirate. Yeah, I, I mean, unless I'm going to fucking sail a ship into fucking Sony or something. Yeah, I know, unless <laughs> unless you're a Somali pirate, in which case things are a little different. But... That shit ain't even funny. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, and they say bootleg copies are less like um, likely. You know, it's like bootleg copies. Nobody buys a bootleg VHS anymore. The only people I see with bootleg DVDs are the dudes by my the taco truck by my house. <laughs> they try to sell for five bucks Toy Story 3. It hasn't even come out. And my, I'm gonna be be real. My wife bought it, and she's like, "Oh, for the kids." And I, and I, and she goes, "Look, Toy Story." I'm like, "This movie hasn't even come out yet," and it was the shittiest Russian fucking copy. Like five bucks was a fortune for this fucking movie. Yeah, you know, it's just not it's not worth it sometimes. And that's another reason too. People won't go out and buy the bootleg shit because to to a normal person, when it's shit changing hands, it feels like stealing. Yeah, it feels like you're doing something wrong. When people sit at their computer, they don't give a fuck. It's just like you see people on like a, a web forum and they're like, "You're a fucking piece of shit. I'm gonna murder your mother and fucking blah 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 blah." They're <laughs> not gonna say that shit to your face, right? But on a computer, you feel safe, you <laughs> know, because nobody knows who the fuck you are. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people bootleg because of that too, because they're like, "I don't fucking care, it's whatever. I'm not stealing anything." Well, here's one of the things that I thought that it's funny because of all the articles that I read regarding this the search, everybody focused on the piracy. How many people are willing to continue pirating? How many people have pirated in the last six months? Here's some of the the aspects of that study that nobody nobody actually actually said. Willingness to watch advertising in exchange for free content. Mm-hmm. 87% of those polled for TV said they'd be willing to watch advertising in exchange for free content. I already do it. Yeah. I have fucking Time Warner, and I never watch my favorite show, Community. I never watch it on Thursday nights because it's on at 7 o'clock, and my kids are still awake, and I'll never be able to enjoy it. But I, it goes on the on demand on Saturday. Yeah. And they have at the commercial break, the normal commercial breaks, they'll play like one commercial per commercial breaks. I have never been upset about that commercial. <laughs> I, I understand that I am getting something that I thoroughly enjoy for free. I mean, yeah, I pay for cable, but even then, it's on a normal. Yeah, you're net- not paying. You're not paying the actual company. You're not paying NBC to watch. Yeah, you're paying. You know, so I don't mind seeing a little commercial, whatever. And actually, the town and country looked kind of sick because it was a commercial. And but, <laughs> <laughs> but in the movie section too. Um, 84% of those polled said that they'd be willing to watch content for free. They'd be willing to watch a free movie in exchange for advertising on there. And that left like roughly 17% of those people not willing or just completely unwilling to watch it. That's, that's heavy. That's something that somebody should be looking instead of worrying the people are going to pirate. We got to stop them from pirating looking to go, well, what are, what are they willing to do? Oh, they're willing to do this advertising because Believe it or not, when ads are in there, people have to pay the companies to air their ads. Exactly. So, hmm, that might be something to look into. Now, of course, you're going to get those dicks that are going to want it free no matter what. Yeah, but that's a small – there is a small percentage of people – like let's uh, – for the, 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 the Firefly, okay, the television show. I, I am so good at pulling random shit out of my head. <laughs> um, Firefly to me was awesome, okay? I did 
the first time I watched it, I watched it. Um, I borrowed it from No Man because he has it on DVD. So it's not pirating, but I didn't pay for it. You know, I, I got it from his house. Would I buy? I do plan on buying Firefly. Why? I've already seen it, right? But I can get it for free. I could I could watch it on Netflix streaming. Actually, <laughs> like, why would I want to buy it? Because it was the shit, and yeah. I enjoyed it, right? Most there is such a small percentage of people that would go, "Oh my god, this was a masterpiece," but I'm not going to pay for it. There's such a small percentage of people that do that. Yeah, here and like and the like near the end of the survey, they had expect to pay for downloading, like almost let's see, 60, 70, 80, like 80, almost over 80 percent of people are willing to pay between a penny to three dollars to download it for downloading a TV show. And then of course you had two percent, one percent, no for t- over ten dollars. But eighteen percent, and here's a, that's a good number. Eighteen percent are willing to pay a flat monthly fee for unlimited content. Oh, I'm down with that. You know, see, I'm willing to go like if I want just wanna... like Netflix. That's what Netflix exactly. does. Exactly, it's exactly what Netflix does. Because it's easy. Yeah, you don't it... have to sit there and count. You don't have to sit there. And go, oh my God, do I have? How much is on my bank account? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that, yeah. You have, and then you have for expect to pay for streaming TV programs. You know, you have over about 78% that are willing to be, to pay between a penny and $3 to stream a show. And then you have 20% that's willing to play a fat, a fat, flat fee. Damn, I don't know why that was so difficult. And and then uh, for downloading movie, here's the, here's, I thought it was a good one. 60% are willing to pay between a dollar to $3. Fifteen percent is willing to pay four to seven dollars, which they are now. But twenty-two yeah. percent are willing to pay the flat fee for unlimited content. Fuck so, it, dude. Yeah, you know. So, who I'm, the hell wouldn't want to do that? Yeah, you know, if you got, you know, movie studios, and they, and this is the real thing, you know, Time Warner, I mean Warner Brothers, can go, okay, sign up with Warner Brothers, pay twenty bucks a month, you can get any movie you want from us, you know, or stream a movie for two dollars. And the majority of people that will sign up for that, you'll end up making more money anyway. Because the majority of people, like me, I have Netflix, right? I have Netflix streaming, and I don't even watch that much. Like, there'll be months where I watch a lot of it, and then there'll be most months where I don't even touch it. And I'm still paying for it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, and um, I mean, I think we're going to probably start to end this um, topic a little bit. We won't shut up about it. I know. So, you know, they're basically steal everything. That's what we're trying to (laughs) tell. No, No, the main point for me that you should take out of this is the industry needs to evolve and stop fighting everything. And another thing is, too, they need to stop thinking that their their customers are fucking idiots. Like, let's move ahead. You know what I mean? I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done with this shit. And and I agree, too, that, you know, the studios need to stop looking at um, at uh, the, the they need to start looking at the cause and not the symptom. They need sure. to start looking at going, why are people doing this? Because they think the shit's too expensive. Okay, well, maybe we need – how can we do this where we can still kind of make a profit but maybe do you know, membership or content you know, and then charge for advertising? Things like that. So I, I think we really need to start looking at it and look at it and go, okay, well, what would entice people more to buy it? Studios like to do, stud, um, um, like to do focus groups. Why don't you do a focus group with people and go, okay, if you were paying the same price for all of this stuff, what would be the reason to get the download? Uh, I don't know. I'd rather – if I was going to pay that much, I might as well go to the store and get it. 
Exactly. Entice people for it. It'll work better that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shazam! <laughs> All right. Well, I think right now it's about time for some reviews. Uh-huh. So we're going to go and um, I'm going to review Unknown. And um, Sapien's going to go ahead and review his home movies, Superman slash Shazam, The Return of the Black, Black Adam. Shazam! <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back. Okay. So, damn, we ran long on that last topic. Hey, you don't you don't know how to shut up. Shut up. So let's <laughs> hurry up. Let's go. All right, shut up. All right, so coming back and it goes right to our douchebags. All right, so all right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for some douchebaggery. All right, so douchebag. Yeah, douchebag. Douchebag. <laughs> all right, so my number three douchebag of the week is um <laughs> oh uh one quick thing remember that um your epic person of the week last week mm-hmm. when we were trying to figure out where it was it was actually from uh north carolina like the, the college at north um, oh well then it makes sense yeah it was in north carolina the reason i'm bringing that up is because while north carolina for once was thrown into a positive light now it's back where it normally is it's uh <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up llama <laughs> explain um in uh, Knights Mountain, North Carolina, authorities in North Carolina said an escaped llama injured a man and attacked a deputy's car before it was lured back into the pasture. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> the Cleveland County Sheriff's Office said Ronald Giffen drove to a neighbor's house to visit um, to visit Wednesday morning and was attacked by a llama when it got out uh, when he got out of his car. Uh, WBTV Charlotte, North Carolina, reported Thursday. Animal, uh, the animal belongs to the to another neighbor, Jack Jack Lale. It knocked me to the ground, um, knocked me down onto the woodpile, and tried to stomp on me. Giffen said, "What'd you do to the llama, dude? Seriously? I know, fuck. <laughs> Llama's keeping it real. Uh, Giffen, Llama's like, <laughs> never mind." <laughs> <laughs> Given said he was able to get back on his car and drove to his home nearby, but the llama followed him and attacked his car while he called. Damn, he was, he was out Did to say, like, fuck his girlfriend or what? <laughs> Damn, llama's like, hey man, I, I knew you was at the club that night, motherfucker. <laughs> Cleveland County Sheriff Detective Micah Sturgis arrived on the scene, and the llama switched his attention to the unmarked patrol car. The sheriff officer said. He doesn't like cops. Dude. Seriously. Uh, Sturgis and an animal control officer who arrived um, on the scene devised a plan to trap the llama and, um, the llama back into in its pasture. Sturgis drove his car into the pasture and the animal control officer closed the, lo- the gate when the llama followed in. Authorities said that it's not, a, it's not the first incident involving the llama, named Henry. And uh, Leo will face a $100 fine if his animal escapes again, the report said. Sturgis said that he's, he doesn't blame the animal for the instant. I think he got a little scared and just needed a little direction to get back home. Henry is a good pet. Not when it chases a dude down the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, direction to kick somebody's motherfucking ass. I think that was a mafia hit. It might have been. You know, I mean, you can't trace it. You know, it's, it's really difficult. What are you going to do? You know, uh, <laughs> sue the llama. <laughs> Put the llama on, uh, on the jury duty. <laughs> Llama's like, this whole court's out of order. <laughs> Flips the table. <laughs> Bury a table. <laughs> All right. My uh, my number two douchebag is, dude, not cool. Uh, 
and NYU fellow uh, fellow resigns after crude Laura Logan assault joke. Now, for those of you that don't know, Laura Logan was a CBS commentator who um, was covering the whole riot in uh, or the revolution in Egypt and was attacked and sexually assaulted. Wow. Yeah. So, you know where this is going. I uh, didn't know that. I must have missed that. Yeah. And uh, so noted journalist Nur Rosen has resigned from his New York University fellowship following glib Twitter postings about Laura Logan being assaulted in Egypt. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing here, but um, he... Uh, Just go to what he said. That's what makes him a douchebag. <laughs> uh, he posted on Twitter that Logan, who was released from the hospital last Tuesday, had to outdo Anderson Cooper. Uh, yes, it was wrong what happened to her, of course, but I don't, I don't support that. But it would have been funny if it happened to Anderson, too. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. That rape is never cool to make fun of. No. Ever, ever. cool to make and I make fun of some fucked up shit. <laughs> and see the thing is is that you make that comment, you knew what you were going for. I'm, yeah, you, you know, know what you're doing, dude. You know, I mean, if you would have said, you know, oh, uh, uh, it's, you know, I mean to to outdo Anderson, I mean that's just, dude, that's not. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I looked at it and I was like, you know, if Anderson Cooper got raped. Yeah, it'd probably be kind of funny. Uh, but <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the dude, so you know I don't care. Yeah, but I don't want to be raped, motherfucker. What did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, to 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 do that was like, dude, that's just not even cool. Yeah. So you know, he's he's a douchebag, and now of course he's apologized, resigned, and now he's a jobless douchebag. Yeah, now yeah, I know he. It's like, dude, you made the you made the comment. Go, you know what? I fucked up. I made the comment. Leave it at that. Don't go apologizing to every single person and every outlet. It just makes you look even more of a douchebag. Yeah. Because we all know you don't give a fuck. Right, yeah. <laughs> we know you see here, like, yeah, I said it, and I say it a fucking game. I don't give a shit. <laughs> all right, my number one douchebag. Just when you thought, oh, well, that had to have been a number one douchebag. No, not really. Not, not really. There's always someone more douchey than you. Exactly. Not because he was just, um, this is just it's a complete fucking moron. <laughs> Fishy witness is what I call this one. Sixteen-year-old, the sixteen-year-old suspect clearly hadn't heard that you only have that they have seven-second memories or that they can't speak. He had been charged with animal cruelty and burglary, while two teenage accomplices, aged fifteen and seventeen, had been charged with burglary. The victim of the break-in, which occurred across, uh, oh, this is actually UK, so they're saying across the pond in um, Arlington Heights, Chicago returned from a fire evacuation to find their fish floating dead at the top of their tank, which was filled with mustard, ketchup, and spices. What the, the fuck, The dude? local officer explained the reasoning behind the assassination. Sorry. Assassination! <laughs> assassination of fish. Biggie, Tupac, and the fish assassinated. John F. Kennedy, <laughs> Tim Lincoln, the goldfish in Chicago. Like, come on. Uh, Sergeant Mike Hernandez told the Daily Herald, as a matter of fact, it's a little disturbing. According to the police report, he looked at the fish tank and said, we can't leave any witnesses. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. He was kidding, right? Please, I... please tell me he was kidding. Nope, apparently not. That's the comment he made on the police report, thus killing the fish. The trio allegedly pilfered video games, DVDs, jewelry, and a safe and an air gun. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. Oh, it, it's like... I First of all, I feel bad for the fish. And second of all, 
I feel bad for the. I just feel bad for the dude. Like you, you actually thought the fish was yeah gonna snitch on you. <laughs> I know snitches get stitches. Motherfuckers <laughs> can't even live in air. How the hell is it like? It's, it's not, not the dolphin. Oh it's not the dolphin from SeaQuest, motherfucker. <laughs> like it's not gonna talk. Yeah, I pulled that shit from the back of my mind. SeaQuest. <laughs> it was him. Holy crap! <laughs> I go get him. It's not the lassie of goldfish. You know. <laughs> Wow! Did just wow? Yeah, that's that's beyond douchebag. You have transcended douchebaggery and entered what the fuck is wrong with you, Ralph? <laughs> uh, Let's move on to my shit. All right, what... That was that was horrifying. <laughs> um, and by the way, killing someone with mustard? You know, never mind. Never, we're not even gonna go. Yeah. Um, you don't need maybe... to spend an hour on a mustard. In the... Yeah, yeah. This is from uh, MSNBC, which. Most of the time, all of them are because I go there first, and there's just so much shit on MSNBC. Um, maybe suggest bungee cord next time. Uh, man who fell off vehicle was holding down mattresses on roof. Bur- Burlington, North Carolina. <laughs> a man who suffered a head injury after falling off a moving vehicle had been attempting to hold down mattresses that were on the roof of the vehicle, Burlington police said. Police said Timothy Lee Walker, 48, struck his head and was lying in the street when officers arrived at the scene at North Ireland Street and Virginia Avenue on Tuesday. Walker fell from the vehicle when the driver of the 1996 Ford Explorer, Stella Thomas, 42, (laughs) rounded a curve, causing the mattress to slide off the roof, police said. (laughs) So what was you round the curve at, like, 35? Um, Walker was taken... By helicopter, let me scroll down, helicopter to a hospital in Chapel Hill. His latest medical condition wasn't known, police said. Dumbass. It's probably written all over. <laughs> police said no charges have been filed, but the investigation has, hasn't been complete. Don't charge him because he's charged himself. There's really you, – you can't go any farther. <laughs> How did you hurt yourself? I was holding down mattresses. No, no, no. How did you hurt yourself? Uh, you know what, dude? Let's not even get into it. Uh, uh, oh, shit. So my next one. <laughs> yeah. Naked sausage. Stealer caught on tape. So there is a video, which I'll link in my thing. Whatever. But let's read it. What are $15 worth of sausage, a first aid kit, and a pack of napkins have in common? MacGyver. <laughs> I know I could build a spaceship, but that shit. Uh, those are the items a naked man who broke into a Southwest Florida clubhouse determined were worth stealing. <laughs> Joshua Ryan Albernathy, 34. Why does it always say the age? Like, who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Faces burglary and petty theft charges. Because it for- just wants to show you how douchebag they yeah. are. Yeah. The older you are, the more douchey it is. Yeah. For the January sausage heist <laughs> over <laughs> in Estero, Estero near Fort Myers, according to NaplesDues.com. Police say Albernathy was caught on surveillance video prancing around in his birthday suit inside the Mariner, the Mariner's Cove Club house. I'm sorry. The January 7th incident after getting in through an unlocked sliding glass door. Though the suspect was wearing shorts when he entered the club, it's believed Abernathy took a shower inside and decided to air dry. <laughs> When an employee when an employee got to the club the next day, he realized the sausage was missing from the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> also, the ref- also missing was the twenty five dollar first aid kit and five 
$1,000 pack of napkins. When the security footage was reviewed, the employee recognized the suspect as a man who hangs around in the woods by the <laughs> club and had been previously told to leave the area near the club. A detective identified him as Albernathy, and police arrested him on January 19th. Albernathy was also charged with occupied burglary and grand theft for an incident at a home in December. Police say in that incident, he broke into a garage and stole several bottles of alcohol and beer and a mongoose bicycle. So that makes more sense. (laughs) Like, I'm going to get drunk and ride this bike real quick. You know what I mean? But, like... (laughs) Sausage. sausage, napkins, and the first aid kit makes sense. First aid kit always makes sense. But other than, uh, oh, what? He's a prepared drunk? Is that what you're saying? All right. No, and then, <laughs> I love it. And then like the sausage, I guess napkins because he wants to keep it clean. You know, I, I don't know, dude. Just what a douche. You know what I mean? Just what a douche. Let's move on to the next one. Um, driver's dog wins tug of war over drug filled sock during traffic stop. Tosses it out window. <laughs> This is in Moreau. Is it M-O-R-O? That's that's Moreau. It can be today. Moreau, Oregon. A sheriff's deputy didn't need a drug dog to point out a stash during a recent traffic stop. The driver's dog did it for him. (laughs) KGW-TV reports Sherman County Sheriff Sergeant John Terrell was pulled over was pulling over a pickup truck February 9th when he saw a sock fly out the window. It turned out to be stuffed with marijuana and hashish. Yeah, <laughs> hashish. That's a good shit. I've heard. The driver <laughs> told Terrell he was trying to hide the sock, but his pit bull, pit bull mix, grabbed it and wouldn't let it go. Enjoying a tug-of-war game. <laughs> the dog won the tussle. For the, how do you lose a tug-of-war <laughs> game with a dog? The dog won the tussle and tossed the sock out the window, and the 32-year-old driver was indicted on drug possession charges. Well, it was technically dogs at that point. <laughs> Sheriff Brad Lowry says he wished everyone traveled with their own personal drug dog. Aww. Aww. That's funny. <laughs> now, I kind of read these out of order. I would say the Naked Band is probably the number one. Because that shit was just funny. <laughs> shit was funny. But this dog is funny, too. Anyway, epic person. What is your epic person, my brother? All right. Well, epic person of the week. My epic person is State Senator Robert Ford for keeping it real. Mm-hmm. Black lawmaker, this is this is what he said, blacks don't work as hard as Hispanics. And <laughs> he's black. <laughs> Columbia, South Carolina. A black Ameri- African-American lawmaker in South Carolina said Tuesday that stricter illegal immigration laws would hurt the state because blacks and whites don't work as hard as Hispanics. State Senator Robert Ford, who is African, Again, I'm reiterating, he's African-American. Uh, made his, just in case you didn't hear us, he's a black man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> made his remarks during a state committee debate over the, an Arizona-style immigration law, eliciting a smattering of nervous laughters in the chamber. Oh, a- after he said, brothers don't work as hard as Mexicans, he continued that. <laughs> Senator? <laughs> continued sta- uh, he continued that his blue-eyed brothers don't either. <laughs> Wow! I love it. <laughs> once his ancestors were brothers, though, that's cool. <laughs> uh, once his ancestors were freed from slavery, he said they didn't want to do any more hard work, so they were replaced by Chinese and Japanese. And the Irish, oh, fucking <laughs> no. This was before Irish was bef- uh, was 
The Irish have been coming around the here. Irish are about the same the same time as the Chinese do. They both built the railroad. This isn't important. I just want to make sure <laughs> shit is set right. <laughs> we don't need these workers here. A lot of people. We we need these workers here. Sorry. We need these workers here. A lot of people aren't going to do certain type of work in this country," said Ford, uh, uh, Democrat from uh, Charleston. The brothers are going to find ways to take a break. Ever since this country was built, we had somebody to do the work for us. Uh, that now, is true. <laughs> and uh, he recalled to senators that four workers in a in the country illegally showed up on his lawn, finished mowing, edging, and other work in 30 minutes. That would have taken others much longer. And he only wanted and they only wanted ten dollars for the job. He went on to say that he recommended the workers to his neighbor, and one local lawn care business law, businessman lost work. A story one senator remarked was hurting, not helping his case. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. The the uh, the Democrats and the Republicans are asking for him to apologize for the remarks, but he says to his critics, "They're taking light." Um. Uh, what did he say? America. Um, Black white people are going to get. Oh yeah, black. Wait, who black... asked him to apologize for? The, the Democrats and the Republicans have asked him for. So to... the white people, the yeah. white <laughs> yeah. the people that are um, that are holding up the Congress and everything are asking him to apologize. But hey, he... motherfucker! But he um he said uh, that he'd apologize, but he doesn't know what for and Ooh. and or what would it change. Yeah, said, like a boss. Dude. Black guys and white guys are going to get out um, out there and do hard work. No, I'm for I'm for America. And America's country, America's a country of immigrants, Ford said later when he was reached for a phone call. Everyone in America finds ways to take a break. To his critics, they're taking life too seriously. My advice is for them to get a life and learn American history. The NAACP called for um, called Ford's wording unfortunate and that for, Ford should have spoken in a larger context from the start rather than furthering stereotypes. All human beings are um that i know that i know of share both positive and negative traits said um the south carolina chapter of the naacp all individuals share um the same same shortcomings ford's comments came during a debate on a proposal for a measureless similar to the one in arizona that directs officers to during a traffic stop or some or similar to check immigration status of people that they suspect is in the country illegally producing a li- um, valid license passport or military id South Carolina's bill differs in the fact that directs local law enforcement to call immigration um, and customs enforcement ICE to alert them if ICE cool agents, acronym by the way yeah who if, you were with ICE <laughs> if ICE agents don't respond the suspect has the right to a bond hearing so I just look at that and I thought you know what it's it's true it really is true and and um, if you caught some of his stuff on television he said that anybody who becomes a citizen gets lazy and you know it has nothing to do with mexicans or hispanics or anything it has everything to do with being an immigrant that i mean when um the italians came over here they first came over here they fucking worked their ass off you have something to prove yeah you know what i mean like when the irish came over here you're welcome for the railroad yeah that's all i'm saying yeah like they had something to prove and my my whole point is and he didn't just say black people said black people white people and he and yeah i can probably say that you know because right now the hispanics are the illegal immigrants that everybody's worrying about but like he said he goes the japanese and chinese same way 
They, yeah. uh, people didn't like them because they were coming here, quote unquote, taking the jobs. And he even stated in a TV interview, he goes, they say they're taking the jobs. It's so asinine because they're taking the jobs that um, citizens here don't want. And it's true. I worked at a company um, in a upscale neighborhood. All those kids fr- came from an upscale neighborhood. They didn't even like working at a desk, type, yeah. talking online chat for $11 an hour. They yeah, wanted people. People are lazy. Yeah. So you know, I say I agree with this guy. I apologize for what he kept it real. Yeah. Apologize for keeping it real. Yeah, that's no. just the shit. <laughs> I never apologize for nothing. No way. Motherfucker. <laughs> Don't give it no. Never mind. He's <laughs> fucking superhero yeah. of the Senate. That that's what it is. This is he's black dynamite right here. He's black dynamite. <laughs> And that's a compliment. Yes. Dynamite. <laughs> Dynamite. So what's uh who's your epic person of the week? Myself. Motherfucker. Every week. Anyway. Uh oh, ask the douchebag section. Oh, ooh. I make both lists. <laughs> I like to keep it I like to keep it diverse. <laughs> After being maced, pizza shop oh, pizza shop workers stop robbery suspect and deliver the pizza. <laughs> like a boss, like dude. A boss. <laughs> So this is in uh, Carlsbad, California. <laughs> Despite being sprayed with mace, the owner of Carlsbad Pizzeria and an employee still managed to stop a suspect, put him in a headlock, and deliver a pizza. Wow! Yeah! <laughs> Employees had just put the last pizza in the oven at Paradise Pizza on Wednesday night when a suspect entered the restaurant on State Street. Uh, quote, turn around and I – turn around and I – a guy right over the – Ah, Jesus. <laughs> Turn around and a guy right over there shouts, give me the money. He's got Mason. You almost wanted to put a beat to the way you were saying. I know, right? Uh, He's got, uh, uh. <laughs> give, me, give, 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 give me the money. He's got Mace in one hand and a gun in the other. Immediately, I thought it was a joke. Oh, I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> Said Paradise Pizza owner, uh, Michael... Dorset. Now he loses some points because his name's Michael, but he spells it M Y C H A L. Like that's such a California thing, and it's getting old. Um, <laughs> but when the owner when the owner got pepper sprayed in the eyes, he knew it was no joke. <laughs> I I tell them it's in the cash register. All you have to do is press the green button. He says, "You do it. You do it." Said Darrison. I don't know why he's from New York. I'm like, "You do it. You do it." <laughs> blurry blurry eye. Darrison <laughs> started walking to the register. But on his way, hit the phone off the wall and dialed nine one one like by accident. By accident. That's that's an act. That's like a boss. Oops, nine one one, motherfucker. <laughs> that's when he started losing it. Hang up the phone. And at the at the oh sorry, I read I read stories to my kids. Hang up the phone. And at that point, he moved the gun away from us. He wasn't pointing it at any at. <sighs> this guy doesn't speak correctly. He wasn't pointing it at us any longer and we saw the opportunity to lunge him <laughs> lunge at him possibly said Dowers. uh the scuffle took them to the front of the restaurant knocking over tables and chairs flipping tables motherfucker <laughs> patrick clemens managed to get the mace out of it patrick clemens is the other employee managed to get the mace out of the suspect's hand and call 911 again i guess police arrived to find the suspect in a headlock Needing stitches <laughs> and ready to be arrested. The pizza in the oven was also ready to go. Dowerson had <laughs> the suspect in a headlock, so Patrick went to make the delivery. So basically, Dowerson's like, I got this, motherfucker. Make sure that pizza ain't late. 
Yeah. <laughs> take care of business. Right? Basically, what he said was, I got this. You get that. That's right. <laughs> you know what we had to do for this pizza? Clemens asked for the cu- asked the customer. I said, you better tip me. I busted my butt for this pizza. <laughs> the gun wound up being a BB gun, but the men didn't know that at the time. So that doesn't take anything away from their shit. So why did they do it? Dowerson, who has a wife and three children, just opened the business about a year ago and says he couldn't afford to let the money go. The suspect has been identified as Thomas Ruth, 22. <laughs> Of Fail. La Costa. If Fail you know, yeah. <laughs> if you know Thomas Ruth, <laughs> 22 at La Costa, buzzed him in his lip. And yes, and we at, are told. And ask him how he dialed 911 by bumping into it. Yeah. And yes, we are told he is a big guy. <laughs> That's what MSNBC said. So, uh,. That fucking that's the pizza shop to go to, man. Seriously, no fucking problems up in that spot. <laughs> that should be on their advertisement. We can handle a robbery and deliver your pizza yeah. in a few minutes. <laughs> we kick ass and deliver pizzas all at the same time. All in a day's work. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I guess you have to go through like some kind of training before you work there. <laughs> like, all right, man, you're a new employee, and we keep it real here. Yeah. All right. Uh, the guy from Israel will be here to teach you <laughs> advanced military tactics. Like, what? So if I was to come at you from behind, how would you handle it? And now. <laughs> and our next lesson is how to properly put the pepperoni on a piece. <laughs> <laughs> While at the same time using your leg to put, um, using your foot uh, to put place it on the guy's throat. Who's how, trying do dis- to- how do you disarm an assailant while at the same time putting the proper amount of pounds on cheese? <laughs> <laughs> got the guy in a headlock. You're like, hold on, hold on. I got to get through. I, I, I got to put the anchovies on here. Fold napkins <laughs> while disassembling a rifle. <laughs> Call it duty pizza parlor. <laughs> <laughs> you won't have to pay monthly to play it. And we're done. <laughs> Oh man, that was awesome! <laughs> All right, well, uh, <laughs> I guess that brings us to the uh, the closing of our show. Uh, we want to remind you guys to uh, definitely follow us up on uh, Facebook, fan us there. You can go ahead and uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, lazy no lazy underscore nomad, lazy underscore sapien, and there's the lazy geeks. Uh, also, check us up on the website. We always ha- we try to stick with new content on there all the time. So go ahead, check out thelazygeeks.com. All the music on this podcast was provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So, uh, yeah, that just about does it. By the way, I want to wish you all happy President's Day. Uh, since everybody's getting too lazy to have happy George Washington Day, happy Abraham Lincoln Day. Now We all know that we all know this is just an excuse for most of you to get drunk. Yeah. So keep, <laughs> keep it safe. All right. <laughs> uh, but uh, that just about does it for us. So, uh. Make sure to comment on the podcast on iTunes or whatever you use, the good, the bad, the sexy, and the redonkulous. Go ahead and hit us up on Podbean, too. Let us know if uh, you like the podcast or any notes or anything like that. Go ahead and hit us up on there. Uh, if you have any qu- comments or ideas for future topics, go ahead and hit us up on the website, thelazygeeks.com, or email us at thelazygeeks at gmail.com. So, until next week, peace out. Uh-huh.